0: what's up everybody paflin here and welcome to episode 293 of ask pat thank you for joining me today as always i'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week all right let's get to today's question from melissa hi pat my name is melissa amaya um I am toying with niche sites and ebooks and anything technical I just simply loathe. So I have a two-point question. Uh do you ever recommend outsourcing web design, even if it's in WordPress and even SEO stuff um, for someone whose eyes glaze over anytime she attempts it? And secondly, um a five-minute task probably takes me 30 minutes um, technically wise. Do you have any bite-sized tips of things I can be doing on a daily or maybe somewhat regularly basis to increase SEO or anything in that realm uh, that won't be completely overwhelming and just want me to throw up my hands? Thanks so much. I'm so blessed by your uh, your uh, website here. Hey, Melissa, thank you so much for the question today. I really appreciate it. You know, I've outsourced all these things before, website design, SEO, And with website design, if you are just starting out with niche sites and you're looking to get a good platform up there, a WordPress site where you can then provide content and become an authority, the ultimate resource for people who are looking for solutions in that particular space, then you don't necessarily need to outsource web design right from the beginning. And actually, I would recommend against doing it completely. I've heard horror stories of people just simply hiring a company, for example, to build their websites sometimes on WordPress, sometimes uh, not on WordPress. And then that person you know, just stops working for them or you know, they have a falling out or that person moves on and gets hired by somebody else and isn't to do that work anymore. And then all of a sudden you're left with a website that is there, but then you don't know how to update it. You can't, it just won't function because you don't know how to do it because that other person did it. And so yes, I know the technical aspect of it is very hard, especially at first. But you might be trying to make things too hard for yourself because especially now with WordPress and just uploading specific themes to change the skin and the look of the website, that's really as technical as you need to get at least at first when you're just starting out. I mean there's plugins and things available as well, but even then, um, when when you start getting into things like coding and things like that, I mean that stuff becomes a headache and and is, is completely unnecessary at this point, especially when you're first starting out like I said. And so, with website design, I would recommend just getting set up with a WordPress blog and then getting a theme to go over that so that you can stop worrying about that and get to a point where you can just continue writing and building relationships and building out your social media profiles and that sort of thing for those niche sites so you can become an expert and not uh, somebody who's going to be too worried about you know the JavaScript or the code or the CSS I mean. I remember when I first started out, I tried to learn all those things myself by going onto YouTube. Like I literally tried to become a CSX expert when building my website and it just became too much of a headache. I was wasting so much time and uh, this might make you feel better, Melissa. I remember spending eight hours one particular day trying to figure out how to move an image from the left side of the page to the right side of the page. This was a little banner ad that I had on the on the page from a private advertiser and it just took forever. And even though I did it right eventually, when I eventually hired somebody to help uh, with a custom design website, which I did two years after the site was initially used on a very basic WordPress uh, blog platform theme, uh, the the person who I hired was like, who did this code for you? And I was like, oh, I did it. And he's like, oh, well, it's very poor. And so anyway, I figured it out. but. Again, I could have just found somebody to do that particular thing for me. And I think if you find that there's a small thing that you want to do, uh, you might want to go and check it out. I mean there's also a lot of great services out there that will help you that aren't necessarily somebody you hand everything off to, but they can help you with these small technical things. The first one uh, that I want to recommend to everybody is WP Curve. So this is askpat.com slash WP Curve, like WordPress Curve. Uh, They're a great company. Alex and Dan over there are just for a small monthly fee, you can have people go in there and fix things for you if you need fixing on on a lot of small things. So that's a good one to check out, askpat.com slash WP Curve. But then, of course, you can get themes that look good where you might not need assistance on places like themeforest.net and places like that uh, that you can just put on top of your existing WordPress blog. So I would recommend going through that far of it yourself um, just so that you can control what's going on. And even if you were to hire somebody else, as long as you understand a little bit about the WordPress backend and how to publish content and how to put images and things like that, which you can, if you don't know how to do, just quickly look onto YouTube on how to do that. um, That's all you would need. To get started. And then you can focus, like I said, on the writing aspect. And speaking of writing, uh, I want to talk about SEO. That's another thing that you asked about outsourcing as well. I'd be very caref- careful with outsourcing SEO, especially when you're first starting out, you might be attracted to companies that can say they can get you rankings or backlinks or these certain things for just a small amount of money, which is what we probably all start out with when building niche sites. And the thing is, you don't necessarily know exactly what they're doing. And now with the environment that we're in in terms of Google and rankings and keywords and search engines and anchor text, it's a very sticky situation where if anything seems forced and Google catches you, uh, if anything seems like you're just trying to game the system, um, there's a risk that you're taking there. And you don't know what these companies are doing in terms of SEO for you. And uh, it's very scary sometimes because all that hard work you put in could, with a mistake that they make, uh, just just kill everything or just at least be pen- you'd be penalized for a little bit. And so you don't want that stuff to happen. And I think to make it easier for you, all you have to really understand, Melissa, is is the fact that you just want great content, unique content for your target audience in a very natural way on your website. So in the title of your post, make sure to talk about what it is that you're going to talk about and make it not only compelling in terms of if people find it on social media, but something that when people type it into Google, it's going to be found as well. So very easy. Just include the most important keywords or the most important key phrase in the title and then just talk about it in the post naturally. I mean, I think everybody overthinks SEO way too much. And there's, yes, a lot of little technical things you could do with backlinking and anchor text and all that stuff. Just make it easy on yourself and write good stuff and in the title have it make sense to what it is that that topic is about and then talk about it in your first paragraph using those keywords what it is that you're talking about which you would naturally do anyway and then link out to other sites that are useful that are going to support your content and then also link to other articles that you've already written that relate to and support that content as well and then that's essentially it that's all you really need to do i mean there are keyword fields that you can add in you know when you write a, a, an article about something. There's metadata and things like that, which which are important, but less important than we all think. I think the most important thing is just to make sure they have the keywords in the title and in the you know throughout the uh, article in a, in, a, in a natural way. Um, and then and then I think the most technical thing that you would want to happen would be a plugin that essentially makes sure that your site has all the necessary uh, necessary metadata related to the site itself and all the articles. So that Google can find those things, and uh, it's really easy. There's a, there's a great plugin out there by a guy named Yoast, Y O A S T. Just look up WordPress SEO by Yoast, and there's some great walkthrough videos on on setting that up. And yes, it's going to take a little bit of time up front, but once you're done with that, it's it's done. You don't have to really do much more than when you write a blog post, then you just essentially. Put in the title of what you want to be found in Google. Put in the description of you know what you see under the title in Google and make sure that also the URL, the web address to that particular post, includes those keywords as well. And that's that's essentially it. I mean I don't focus too much on, on figuring out SEO for smart passive income and even my other sites. I just make sure to have those basic things there. And uh, if you write good content, just like Neil Patel says, if you write good stuff, Google will eventually find it. And uh, that's all I would focus on right now. And the relationships that you build with other bloggers and the connections that you make with the people in your audience, that's going to be more important than anything. And that's going to also, as a byproduct, help you better rank in Google too. So... Hopefully that makes you feel better, Melissa. You don't have to worry so much about SEO. Make sure you just have a platform, a content platform like a blog where you're able to provide content and value to people and just making sure you're following those basic rules. And uh, over time, you're gonna see some some rankings and, and the more you write, the more you're gonna be found, not just for those particular keywords, but for long tail keywords, meaning just phrases that you end up writing anyway in your content that you weren't even targeting, people are gonna find you for because they're looking up similar things on Google as well. And I'll tell you that on securityguardtraininghq.com, About, I would say, 25 to 35% of my traffic comes from maybe the top uh, 10 keywords, which are keywords that I am trying to rank for, like security guard training, armed security guard training, security guard classes, that sort of thing. But the rest of my traffic is coming directly from those long-tail phrases like, how to become a security guard in Florida, or at what age can I become a security guard out of high school? Or, you know, all those, like, long keyword phrases that maybe two people in the world will type in uh but there's a lot of those and they add up for sure so yes there's like 10 keywords that are providing me 25 to 35 percent of my traffic but there are over three to four thousand other keywords that people are finding me for that make up all the rest of the traffic so continue to write continue to post and, uh, you know, don't get too stressed out about the technical stuff. Again, just get, get get those things out of the way at first. Use the WordPress SEO plugin by Yoast and get all the metadata in there and just focus on the title and the and, and description and uh, you're good. So, uh, Melissa, thank you so much. I appreciate your question and wish you all the best. And an Ask Pat t-shirt will be headed your way for having your question featured here on the show. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like featured here on the show, all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. Sweet, thanks so much, I appreciate it, and as always, I love to end with a quote, and today's quote for you is from Bernard Meltzer, and he says, blessed are those who can give without remembering, and take without forgetting. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while.